Long ago, there was uh, there was a, a situation in which my wife started purchasing Built Bars. And I used to have room in the refrigerator for my own food. Uh, then Built Bars came. And now we have, you know, some people have like a beer fridge. We basically have a Built Bar fridge at our house. She likes to chill her Built Bars, uh, unless they're the puffs. She made this very clear just to me yesterday. The puffs, which are like Charleston Chew uh, consistency, like marshmallowy, uh, those you don't need to refrigerate. I learned all sorts of amazing things. And when Lisa, my wife, decided to buy Built Bars, she uh, then told Tanya about them. And then Tanya told Glenn about them. And now Glenn eats them all the time. So the whole the whole building now eats Built Bars. They have about 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs, 17 grams of protein. They're the best protein bars you're ever going to have. I mean, they're, not, they're just basically candy bars. That's what they taste like. And, but they're healthy. They're good for you. Uh, check it out. Uh, I know we're big fans of Built Bars. Use the promo code BACK15. You'll get 15% off your order. Built.com is the place to go. B-U-I-L-T. Built.com. BACK15. Get to 15% off at Built.com. For Glenn, triple eight seven two seven B E C K. We're gonna learn in just a minute or so. We are going to learn from the hags in uh, the coven <laughs> on the View. Man, are they brilliant! Mm. Brilliant, absolutely. And you'll find that out in sixty seconds. You know, Roe versus Wade just got overturned the other day, and you might be thinking to yourself, you know, maybe it's time to check out one of those red states. Maybe it's time to move. Maybe this thought came to you during the pandemic, and you thought, I don't know, maybe I'd like to be allowed outside. Well, no matter where you're going, you can find the best real estate agent in that area with realestateagentsitrust.com. It's important to find the best agent. Don't just pick some random person or don't just click on the name under the home listing. Find an agent who's been screened. Glenn Beck, of course, started this company many years ago now just to solve this exact problem. And they've done a fantastic job helping thousands and thousands and thousands of people in the audience relocate or sell their home themselves with a new real estate agent, one that you can trust. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. The name kind of says it all. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com to get more information. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Are you ready to learn? Take me to school, Pat. Okay. Uh, Well, it's not me. I mean, it's up to the the brilliant, the brilliant women of the coven, um, the view. Uh, to do that because uh, Whoopi Goldberg, well, she had a message yesterday for Clarence Thomas. Um, and I, 
I think he appreciates it too because oh. he needs to learn from her. From her. So the the Supreme Court justice, mm. the, the incredible levels of education, uh, mm-hmm. constitutional law expert, been in the Supreme Court for a really long time now, about thirty some years. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, he needs to learn from the Sister Act too, lady. <laughs> Yes. Not even the sister. I didn't even want to put her in the sister act. <laughs> the sister act two. Right. That's the lady that's going to teach Clarence Thomas about uh-huh. the Constitution. And here, here she is teaching. Nothing teaching. is pressing anymore. What, well, you better but hope Clarence. that they don't come for you, Clarence, and say you should not be married to your wife oh. who happens to be white. Mm. Oh. Because they will move. Wow. Then nobody says, you know what, well, you're not in the Constitution, you're back to being a quarter We're of a person. Because that's not going to work either. Wait, you're back to being a quarter of a person? Mm, that's that. That's a... <laughs> I missed that on my show. Ah, you're back to being a quarter of a person. That's, again, a reference to the two, to the three fifths clause, three fifths which is clause. not a quarter. Uh, no, uh, no, there's that. It's no. not a quarter, and it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't that at all. It wasn't anything to do with the value of the person and how much of a person they are. It was trying to keep the population of the South down, and it was really it was helpful to the cause of ending slavery. Again, you may. Not, I will say oh, this: when geez. I heard, I had heard this so many times growing up through high school where they tell us we never learn about slavery but shockingly i i did uh, okay. um, and we eventually started learning about the three-fifths clause uh Jeez. which that one right is it, yeah why am i yeah. saying it sounds weird when i say it for some reason today uh the three-fifths clause which uh-huh. i was always told was the way Whoopi just explained it right. except for the fact that they right. got the number right uh it's not the quarter clause <laughs> but the three-fifths clause which to me growing up Learning in school, I went to public school, so you can tell why the show sucks many days, but it was a situation where black people were valued less yes. than white people. Yes. That was the whole plan. Mm-hmm. White people were had the power. They wanted to demean black people. They said they're only worth three-fifths a person, and I believe that for a very long time, and I will say, mm-hmm. you can learn things from people who aren't necessarily the most intelligent person because later in life i learned from one glenn beck that the three-fifths clause was actually not a slam on african americans at mm-hmm. all in fact it were the was the abolitionists who supported it not right. the other way around it was not the south who was like i want black people to only count for three-fifths it were was the people in the north yeah. the people who wanted to abolish slavery who believed that interesting note here the people in the South wanted them to count one for one. They did. They, they wanted sure them, did. They wanted them to count five fifths. Yes. <laughs> so, so if you huh, are on the side weird. of five fifths, you are uh, on the side of the South. Right. If you are on the side of three fifths, you are on the side of the North. And the reason for that, as Pat, you just mentioned, is they wanted to keep the Southern population down, yeah. so that the Southern states would not have all of the power, and there that eventually uh, would lead to the overturning of slavery. Yeah, because the three fifths clause is in something that describes uh, a thing we do in this country uh, called a census, mm. and what a census does is count people for the purpose of representation. Mm-hmm. The more people you have, the more representation you get. So it would have empowered the South a lot more. 
had yeah. they counted the slaves one to one. And if I remember right, the initial the initial pitch from the North was uh, zero fifths. Yeah, they wanted it to not count at all. Right, they wanted black people to not count at all, and that was not because. They were like, oh, all excited. We really get to slam those black people. We don't like them. That was not the way that they looked at it. They looked at it as a representation issue so that the South wouldn't essentially run the country. And guess what? I mean, look, we all know slavery would have lasted a lot longer. I I think it would have been gone by now, Mm -hmm. but it still would have lasted a lot longer if they did not do that. So, again, Whoopi Goldberg is arguing the point of the South. Yes. The eventual confederacy right right that this is this right. was this was the point of people who wanted slavery to continue whoopi goldberg is idiotically and completely wrong with her fractions arguing for their point and she's also bringing up something that nobody is talking about or considering and that's ending interracial marriage making that illegal Yes. Well, there's a. We talked about this yesterday. There's a big collection of scare tactics out there oh, on the left, and they can't yeah. just say. You know, they were so, they were so confident about how their the, the the abortion rights were the most important thing in the universe, and then as soon as Roe versus Wade gets overturned, they have to say it's ten other things. Right? Yeah. It's not happening. Yes. I mean, it's not happening. The interracial marriage thing is completely uh, ridiculous. In fact, I don't even think. Correct me if I'm wrong. Because Thomas did mention several cases that we should, re, quote unquote, revisit. Uh, we talked about them yesterday. It was the Lawrence versus Texas. And uh, there was the Obergefell uh, gay marriage decision and the uh, the contraception decision. But I don't think he mentioned the interracial marriage decision. I don't think so. And he's the, he's no, the so. only vote for going back to the other cases. Mm-hmm. And he didn't even mention the interracial marriage. <laughs> this is just like a complete conspiracy theory from Whoopi Goldberg. But the left is trying to push this, Pat. I know. I know. They're they're breaking out anything they can because they're just absolutely desperate. Because this has been a terrific week. I think we talked about, mentioned this yesterday. What a great week it's been uh, for conservatism. It really has because, you know, nobody ever thought, at least none of us thought that they'd end Roe <laughs> v. Wade. That was a complete surprise. They also upheld the First Amendment and religious rights. Multiple times. They've, uh, they ruled positively on gun rights. They're about to rule on immigration and uh, climate change. And we'll see if those go well as, uh, also. But uh, I would be really, it's been incredible so far. I don't know what's going to happen with immigration, honestly. That, that <clears throat> one, I, I, I don't have a great sense as to which way they might go. I would be very surprised if this court stood with the EPA. Uh, on the EPA versus West Virginia, just because like, you know, the, the week we always talk about how we're some of these justices you get really scared of, like Kavanaugh, Roberts, obviously the two kind of that that lead that yeah. group. And you're always worried about how they're going to rule. But like to give credit where credit is due, Roberts has been really good on religious liberty in a lot of these cases. Like he's been mm. on the right side. He wrote the one in Maine. He wrote that uh, opinion. Uh, he was he voted correctly in the Kennedy decision that came out yesterday. He's been re- pretty reliable on religious liberty. Um, and, you know, Kavanaugh, I have questions about him on certain types of issues. Like, I was worried about him on Roe versus Wade, frankly. Yeah, I, I was, was worried. And you yeah. could see in his concurring opinion that he, he wasn't nearly as solid as the other four. But when it comes to administrative issues like this, state power agencies overreaching, he's been all, he's always been good on that. 
Uh, that yeah. was kind of him and Gorsuch are rock solid as far as we know on those types of issues. So I would be kind of surprised if the EPA case does not go the right way. And that might be, as we mentioned yesterday, the most significant one for your day to day life, because it, it affects the way the entire government operates. No longer, in theory, if we get the best ruling possible, will these agencies be able to overreach their power and just kind of just do whatever they want outside of legislation? Congress is supposed to pass laws when these things are supposed to go on. Not just like, oh, we'll just let the EPA handle the regulation of the entire economy. <laughs> I, think about COVID. This is one of the ones that this is why it's so crucial right now, Pat. Think about COVID. You've got uh, the what was it? The uh, they had the CDC jumping in, doing all sorts of stuff. They had uh, the the uh, the Housing Commission jumping in. They had, uh, what was the, I can't even remember now, well, they had OSHA doing, trying to do the vaccine mandates. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had uh, the, uh, the eviction bans going on from all these various agencies that oh, didn't right. have anything to do with housing. They just do it. And yeah. all of this stuff could be in jeopardy, which would be fantastic. That's a very good thing. Look, you want to do these things, a lot of them you can do. But you got to do them through Congress. You need to actually have the balls to pass a law. And yeah. It, well, we yeah. wanted to, but it's hard. So what? <laughs> so what? You know, that's they keep saying the same thing with the Constitution. Like, well, but it's hard to amend the Constitution. Yeah, it was supposed so to be. So what? Supposed to be hard. Mm-hmm. If you can't get overwhelming consensus to do something, you don't do it. That's how the that's how the the uh, the Constitution amendment process works. Well. Joy sees things a little bit differently. Uh, Joy Behar uh, is a little upset with this with with this particular Supreme Court. And uh, here's what she had to say yesterday. Necessarily yeah, but we have, don't we have church, uh, separation? Yes, no, we don't to. anymore. I mean, we Clarence don't Thomas, anymore. Yeah. and have Thomas Jefferson there and Alexander Hamilton. Hello? Yeah. Uh, do we still have uh, a separation of church and state here? Is in the Constitution? It, yeah. No, it's not it's in a, the Constitution. It's, a, it's the First Listen, Amendment guarantee, and I we don't mean, seem to have that anymore. Six, well, six we're in a theocracy no. right now. And six of the nine. We're in a theocracy right now, and people should know it. Should they know it? They should, because we're in a theocracy right now. And that they're not they're not even paying attention to the separation of church and state in the Constitution. They really aren't. They're not. I, and they shouldn't be because it's not there. Mm. It's not in the Constitution. Wait a minute. The words separation of church and state do not, not appear in the they Constitution. They do not appear wow. in the United States Constitution. Where did that come from? It came from a letter. Mm-hmm. Uh, a letter. Th- Thomas Jefferson wrote to a Baptist minister in 1803. And uh, So, I mean, first of all, <clears throat> he was literally connecting to someone from the church so right. it's odd to say that the separation of church and state came <laughs> right. from uh thomas jefferson to a to a pastor and what the baptist minister was worried about was that they were going to i think in connecticut that they were going to declare an official religion uh for that state and he was saying can can this happen and jefferson was telling him no there's protections for religion against the state there's a separation there. And the, the, the point, the whole point of the letter was that they're protecting religion from the state, not the state from religion. Right. That's, that's the biggest thing people forget about that. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I would say forget. In Joy's case, she obviously never knew it because she doesn't know anything. Nothing. I, I, can, I can say with certainty she did not know this fact because she does not know any facts. So it's impossible for her to know that fact when there is an absence of facts in her little brain. 
and again, I, I've talked about this several times lately because the coven is so prevalent. <laughs> is that the name little, of the show, The Coven? The Coven, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's that they're so stupid about so many things. They're so non-factual. They, they lie. They make things up. I can't believe they're still on the air. I know. 25 years, it says on their logo. 25 years. And they're a division of ABC News. The, the view is actually part of ABC News, and they're wrong all the time. Yeah. Had that happened, what, once on the Glenn Beck program <laughs> uh, on Fox News, it would have been over. Yeah. It would have been over. Uh, can I throw a quick, a quick theory at you about the view? Mm-hmm. Is it possible this is actually a long-term plot by male chauvinists? <laughs> Where they just like, what if we put the dumbest five women on television together all the time to talk about things? Would have been a good idea. Everyone will sit here and be like, oh my gosh, women, maybe they shouldn't vote. Maybe we should go back and overturn the amendment because they obviously yeah. don't know anything. I'm not saying that's my plan. I'm just saying that may be a plan from like some hardcore <laughs> men's rights male chauvinist group that was just like, what it just and this is going to sound ridiculous. Stay with me. We put Joy Behar on. Like, <laughs> people will think women are jokes for centuries to come. 888-727-BECK. More coming up in one minute. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Commodity prices, the war in Ukraine, supply chain chaos will continue to impact inflation. You can count on it. Everyday items are continuing to cost us more, and interest rates will rise again and again because of it. It's extremely important for you to take care of your debt right now as much as you can. You need to find ways to save more, and one of the best ways that we know and we talk about often uh, to take a few minutes out of your day and call American Financing. They can give you a free mortgage review, let you know what options you have available. American Financing has been America's home for home loans for over 20 years, and their mortgage-based consultants work for you, not the bank. They can talk to you about things like your home equity, create a custom loan that puts you in a better better financial position. They look at the whole package. They're currently saving customers up to a thousand bucks a month. Why would you want to miss out on that? There's no upfront or hidden fees. Why not see what they can do for you? Give them a call. American Financing at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. It's AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds. Station ID. It's Pat and Stuart Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program. It's interesting that courts are jumping into the middle of the um, of the abortion bans from states with trigger laws already. Of course, already blocked. A uh, blocked in Louisiana, blocked in Utah. Of course, uh, a of judge course. just okayed yesterday abortions to continue in Utah, even though they had a trigger law that went into effect. And of course, the judicial judicial activism has commenced, and they're trying to get them on basically technical grounds. You know, most of these states could pass variations to these bills if needed so uh, Mm. it's just they're delaying the inevitable i think in most of these states but Mm -hmm. the great thing is they really can't challenge them on constitutional grounds anymore you know there's really nothing to go for there at least for a long time which is very good news Uh, well i think the most fascinating cases are are in places like wisconsin you know wisconsin not your traditional red state right typically purple it's gone red a couple times uh you know recently but generally speaking is thought of as a purple maybe leaning blue state but they have a a a law in place from 
I want to say it was like 1849 that basically said abortion was banned. And it when Roe mm. versus Wade happened, it never got repealed because they didn't need to repeal it. There was the, you know, you had Roe versus Wade, so it was guaranteed. Uh, it was a, a manufactured constitutional right out of thin air. Uh, and that, that constitutional right no longer exists. We went back to the correct position of it not existing, which was how the Constitution is actually written. And now the people are like, well, the law is back in effect. So all the abortion clinics have closed in Wisconsin because of this 1849 law. Now, there's a Democratic wow. governor there, but a Republican legislature. So they can't, they can't just get rid of it and vote in another law. They don't, they're not going to have politically that, that will. You know, of course, there's all the challenges are going to come as well. Interesting, But it is kind of interesting that, that that was one of the categories. There's other states that obviously will wind up uh, severely limiting abortion, but didn't have trigger mm -hmm. laws as well. That's going to be another phase of this. There's a lot to come yeah. uh, on this uh, whole unrolling of, um, of the world without Roe. A lot of people are screaming about these laws that they have no exceptions. The Utah law actually had exceptions, and that was... Um, mother's death, uh, life endangerment so if the mother is in danger of losing her life because of the pregnancy it was uh abortion was allowed to be clear every single one of the trigger laws has that all of them every single one has an exception for life of the mother utah also had uh an exception for if the pregnancy was caused by rape or incest yeah most of them have that too there are a few that do not i know i think south dakota is one that does not have it Christy Noem was on uh, TV this weekend talking about uh, about that. And of course, that's now, you know, that's the entire debate from the left. Like, what mm -hmm. about a 13 year old who, you know, they could just come up with the most mm -hmm. like crazy. Like, here's a mm -hmm. situation from a Lifetime movie I saw. What would happen then? <laughs> and it's like, yes, that can happen. And it's terrible. And like, we, like that is a difficult discussion we can have. But it's like. First of all, very small percentage of the cases. The other thing is, when you get rid of Roe versus Wade, all of the sudden, those conversations have validity again. The whole time we've been talking about this, we've basically said, look, we could talk about that at some point, but that's not really relevant right now, right? Like right now, like yeah. it's such a small percentage of cases, blah, 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 blah. The good news is, now it is relevant. Now we actually have those conversations for a freaking reason, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, Utah's law also provided for two physicians who practice maternal fetal medicine concur that the fetus has a defect that's uniformly diagnosable and uniformly lethal interesting mm. uh all right triple eight seven two seven b-e-c-k more coming up the glenn back program you know the sooner you switch to patriot mobile the sooner you can start paying less and i mean way less than what you're paying right now with your major mobile company there's no reason to pay out the nose, and I'm always telling you uh, about these uh, major mo mobile companies donating a portion of your bill to leftist causes. Uh, why do I bring that up? Well, I don't know. Did you notice the Roe versus Wade thing? A lot of the money uh, that we've been talking about being raised by the left has come from big cell phone companies. Why support that if you don't have to? Uh, in fact, Patriot Mobile does the opposite. They donate to conservative causes. Wouldn't you want to get behind something like that? It's a way to kind of help the cause while still getting the best service and not having to sacrifice anything. Um, they have a 100% uh, U.S.-based uh, customer support team giving amazing personal service. Patriot Mobile shares your values and supports organizations fighting for religious freedom, constitutional rights, and more. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation with the offer code BECK. Veterans and first responders save even more, so make the switch today. 
Between the left, the media, and the rhinos, we need to stick together. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or 972-PATRIOT. It's 972-PATRIOT. Glenn Beck, Stuber Gear, Stephen Crowder, Steve Dace, and me, Pat Gray. Listen to all your favorite conservative voices at BlazeTV.com, promo code Glenn. Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program this week. What a horrible tragedy in Texas yesterday. Jeez. Uh, 50 immigrants were found in the back of a semi-trailer. And, uh, well, 50 were dead. Uh, 16 were taken to a hospital and, and in bad shape. Uh, you can't stuff 100 people in the back of a semi in the Texas heat in late June... And expect everything to be fine while you're driving them across the border and smuggling them into this country. Jeez. I would say it's ill-advised to go outside in uh, any in any capacity it, right now. It in Texas. is. Don't go outside. Don't get into your car. Just stay inside in the air conditioning and hope and pray that modern convenience mm. makes it livable. It's that. It, it's been rough the past couple of weeks. It's been over a hundred almost every day here in the Dallas area. Mm-hmm. And, and when you've got no imagine, ventilation, yeah, and you've got no air coming in, uh, oof. No, this is bad. And look, this terrible. You know, the, obviously, you can't control every single. Uh, you're not going to catch every single thing that comes across the border. Uh, this this does this stuff mm-hmm. does happen, uh, and uh, sh- it shouldn't happen. And I think like the the sen- the message that the government constantly sends to illegal immigrants is, "Hey, you're welcome. Come, we love you. Uh, yes. You know, yeah. hugs, kisses. Uh, mm-hmm. How much money do you need? You know, hey, well, come on in. We'll uh, release. We'll give you. you a great life here. Great life. I mean, that Biden. You got nothing to worry about if you come here. Biden ex- explicitly made these arguments during the campaign. Yes, and of course, that's caused a massive part of our border problem overall. And you see this as a you can't you, know, you see this as an effect of those policies over a long period of time. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, People in uh, in Central America, Mexico, Colombia, all the way down to South America, should be aware that if you decide to come to the border, it is you are taking your life in your own hands, and God only knows what's going to happen. There's no way we can protect you. That's not. It's not. It's that's not something that you should expect. Sadly, because there's a lot of people, the coyotes and others, that will do everything they can to exploit your life for your money yeah they don't the coyotes don't care. don't care at all they don't care they don't care they just, they want their seven thousand dollars per person and and they'll take that and they don't care what happens to you it's really tragic it really is and you know the, our policies have a, a part in causing these incidents over and over again going back you know mm-hmm. decades but i mean it, this one is particularly terrible Gosh. and it is a foreshadowing we're still we still have the overwhelming amount of people who are waiting on the border to cross. I mean, it's building every day. We've had numbers that we've never seen before. The entire Biden administration and has not had the press as some of his other catastrophes because, you know, there's been so much to cover. Mm-hmm. Right? Normally, I'm critical of the media for not covering all of his, uh, you know, the Democrat president's catastrophes. It's almost impossible to ask them to do that. There's too many. Every mm-hmm. aspect of this presidency has been an unmitigated disaster. Every aspect of it. Yeah. Nothing has gone right. 
I don't know if this guy's the unluckiest person who's no. ever lived. He's just the most incompetent. Or the most incompetent. Had. Yeah, and I think that's what it ever, is. Ever had. But I mean, there are several issues that clearly are bigger to the average American's life to focus on. I mean, everything from inflation, gas prices, economy, mm-hmm. um, you know, obviously COVID was part of that and that didn't, he didn't handle that very well either. Mm-hmm. You, you know, Ukraine is still a big situation. We sent $50 billion plus to Ukraine. Mm-hmm. We just agreed to billions more to, with, uh, at the G7. Almost every single week, we agree to billions more in Ukraine. Almost every week. And how how deeply do we want to be enmeshed in this? Yeah. And honestly, like <laughs> Ukraine is basically his most popular policy, which is, is, is stunning. Yeah. I mean, it's not popular, it stunning, but it is more popular than anything else he's doing. And you look at the border while the numbers and the constant horror show on the border has not really been covered by the media. People know about it. It's actually mm-hmm. outside of inflation I, and some of these his economic uh, measures. Uh, he, as far as popularity goes and job performance goes, it's as the lowest one out of all of them. I mean, people realize it's going badly. They're just not getting beat over the head by the coverage. But once this flow comes, they're not going to have a choice to avoid that either. This is why they're so big on the abortion thing. They want the abortion thing to be the issue you vote on because they know at the very least they have you know half the people who generally speaking are, are, you know, some level of abortion support. Yeah. And, you know, they've seen The Handmaid's Tale. That maybe they'll get the reference. And, and like you mentioned, what else does he have? He's got nothing else. I mean, he's underwater on everything. everything. The economy is terrible. I- inflation skyrocketing. Gas prices are completely out of control. Uh, you've got the border, which is a mess. Mm-hmm. Crime. Crime is not, yeah. It's going through the roof. That's not good. A lot of these big cities. I mean, it's all, that's why the the two things they have right now, they believe, are January 6th and abortion. Right. Right. Those are the two things. It's why they're making such a big deal about Mm -hmm. it. They scheduled a a brand new conference Mm. or, uh, you know, session for today in their committee because they have supposed new evidence. We'll see what that is. They've said that multiple times. (laughs) Of course. Multiple times. And it's like a nothing burger every time. So they're trying to come up with something, Mm. right? And like, look, you'd expect this out of a party. They're not going to just sit here and lose nicely. They're going to try to do something. But they it's just shocking how little they have to hang on to. They can't point to anything. And they even make, I mean, was it Biden that talked about the police officer on January 6th? They even try to still... Maintain that the that the mob on uh, yeah. on January sixth killed the police officer Brian Sicknick. Yeah, he had two strokes. Right. How are you blaming that on the Trump supporters? You can't. That they're also blaming the suicides that two other cops uh, committed later on, weeks afterward. That was because of January sixth as well. I mean, they act like multiple murders occurred. When these were health-related issues, mental or, or physical health. And there's just no reason to exaggerate what it was. It wasn't good. Right. There is, it is, and it was, you know, like, the January 6th committee could be worth something. Like, for example, 
I'd really like to know why we didn't have enough security Mm -hmm. uh, at the Capitol. And why were some officers allowing people to come in? Sure. And others were, you know, shooting tear gas at the crowd. I think it's valuable to know what Trump's response was to it. You know, I mean, we watched it happen in real time. It felt like a long time. What was really going on? Why, Why wasn't he out there, you know tweeting or making speeches right after it mm-hmm. i'd like to know i mean i think it's important for us to know but does anybody there may be valid reasons there may be maybe he was on the phone talking to people constantly i'd like to know the answer to it but the bottom line is we know for certain this committee is not serious in finding those answers they are out there to just <laughs> smear donald trump and go after him and try to make republicans all look like they're wearing horns and breaking mm-hmm. into nancy pelosi's office and that's not who they were. It's not even the people who were at the speech on January 6th. Those, most of those people weren't even involved in any of that stuff. So they, this is just, they are, it shows a, an incredible amount of desperation. And I think some connection to reality. They realize how badly this is going to go for them. They see a historic wave election right around the corner, smacking them in the face and no argument to make against it. And they're on the wrong side of it. They're on the wrong side of it. They don't. There's no there's you know, it's like a giant tidal wave is coming toward them and they have no seawalls. They have nothing. Mm -hmm. They're all just standing there on the beach going, holy crap. So they're trying to dig themselves a hole and hoping that works out. Well, that doesn't usually work out very well, but that does seem to be their uh, attempt. This is all because of that. All of the uh, the January 6th thing. Because of the way it's being done, I think it's just all them trying to hold on to political points. Yep. And this, uh, similarly, I'd say the same thing for the way many of the Democrats are reacting. Now, there are people on the left who really care about abortion and it's their big thing. We know Joe Biden isn't one of those people. He's one of those. Pe- he, he said himself, every abortion is a tragedy in 2006, not not 1986, mm-hmm. 2006. This is a guy who uh, who he claims to be very religious a guy who obviously understands at least the pro-life side of this argument, right? He understands. He might not agree with it, but he understands it. At least he did at one point when he wasn't 80 years old. And so uh, th- for him to act, you listen to his speech after the Roe versus Wade decision comes out in the, in the Dobbs case, and his his whole speech is about voting for Democrats. Nancy Pelosi, mm-hmm. you just got to you got to vote for us. That's how you solve this problem. It's always the way you solve this problem. Always the same thing, and it shows how desperate they are. It really does. It, it's yeah. it's embarrassing, but it is reality for the left right now. Committee member Representative Jamie Raskin called. Uh, he he called what's coming up uh, for the committee a deluge of new evidence. It's a deluge of new evidence. I can't wait to see what it is. Is this all the the documentary thing? I guess like it seems like the Trump administration had commissioned a documentary through this period. Yeah. With like a friendly source. And so they had a bunch of interviews right after January 6th with all these big players that were supposed to go into this essentially like it's been described as a puff piece documentary, like one of those documentaries, you, you know, you, we're, we're, we're showing history. It was there was their approval was needed for the footage to be used and stuff. Is it the Nick Searcy thing or is it is this a different one? I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay. I don't think I don't mm. think it is. But it was there's a they, they they had all of these interviews. It was a guy who's I can't think of who it was, his name off the top of my head, but it was a guy who's friendly with the administration. So they were like, oh, yeah, we'll do it. I mean, we, we know this isn't like a hit piece. 
So they came in and they had all these interviews. Like one of the things they're trying to hype a lot is that Ivanka Trump said something oh, about yeah. how, yeah. well, you know, we, we don't know. We want to make sure we're fighting for every vote to be counted or something as if that disagrees with what she said earlier when she said, you know, I heard Bill Barr say that, you know, the election wasn't stolen. So I believed him. They're like, dun, 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 big moment. It's like, wait, so, so she wants every so vote to be counted? Like, how is that uh, bad at all? Every vote should be counted, number one. And number two, it doesn't disagree at all with her, you know, hearing in a private meeting with somebody that it wasn't stolen and her believing it. Like, I, it doesn't mean that she doesn't want every vote to be counted. It's a silly stuff like this, but they're just desperate for anything they can, they can get their claws into. Yeah, the panel's investigators sat for two hours with british filmmaker alex holder is that who you're talking about might that, be that might be but the that's guy. not the, that's not the guy who he, was like related to the trump administration though the a guy who's related to the trump administration commissioned a documentary and then that footage that was initially initially going to be used in this documentary is now now all of it is being turned over to the committee so who knows you know maybe somebody did say huh. something interesting in there we might find that out maybe, so far I what they've leaked it. it has not been interesting no it has not <laughs> no it's been nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nothing. 888-727-BECK. More patents due for Glenn coming up. Glenn Beck. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. All right, it's Pat and Stu in for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. He's on vacation. He'll be back soon. You know, Pat, one of the things I went back and forth on, I got so many texts and so many messages from people I hadn't talked to in a while, uh, uh, from just everybody I could, everybody I knew who was on the pro-life side of things on Friday. And they, they all kept texting me, and they, we went back and forth, and it was just so cool. And everyone, I just kept typing the same thing over and over again. I just kept saying, what a day. Like, what a mm-hmm. day. I can't believe this day has come. And so I was thinking about how to, we were talking about like, what do we, you know, we want to come up with a pro-life shirt or something. What can we do? And I just thought, you know, let's just put the date on there. 6-24-22. That's it. I like it. And we have that yeah, available like now that. at stewdoesmerch.com if you want to check that out. Mm. It's a great way because what I love about it is everybody who knows will know, you know, mm-hmm. you see that date, you're going to know it. And mm-hmm. I want it to become much more than January 6th. That everybody remembers. 6-24-22 is a big day in our history. Roe versus Wade goes down. And uh, this is how we're commemorating it, at least over at Stu Does America. Uh, it's stewdoesmerch.com. Check it out. And uh, they've got, I think, you know, stickers and, and hats and, and T-shirts and all that stuff. So check it out if you want to uh, have that moment. Because I, I, I like the moment when you're walking down and someone looks at your shirt. And they know what it is and no one else around does. And just kind of get that little nod. Yeah, I like that too. I like that too. That's great. So. Uh, all right. Did you see that um, they had a big festival, a big eco festival in England, and oh, good. Greta Thunberg was there? Uh, and uh, I prefer to pronounce it Greta Thunberg. Okay. Yes, mm-hmm. she was there. Mm-hmm. And what is she? Thirty six now or something? <laughs> she's a, she's the teenager she that never <laughs> be- ceases to be a teenager. Right. And uh, she's at these ecology things and these climate change things. And what I loved about this particular event was how concerned these people are about the earth and the environment and making sure that uh, that they they they're living a clean life and and really protecting the earth. And here's um, 
Well, here's what the festival grounds looked like at, right after the festival ended. And, and there it is. You can see it. It's like a, uh, a giant dumpster or a landfill was dropped in the middle of London. And the, the litter here and the, the fact that nobody cared about cleaning up after themselves or just putting, a, I don't know, one of their bags and their trash in a garbage can instead of on the lawn. Oh, my gosh. Look at that. I, how do you claim to be an environmentalist when you do this? Did Greta go out and pick it up? Uh, no, she did not. She did not? No, she did Are not. Are you sure? Isn't that something? No, she did not. Wow. That's incredible. We should compare and contrast that with what the mall uh, in D.C. looked like after mm. we had 500,000 people gathered there. Uh, it was cleaner than when we got there. A little less appetite for Greta's nonsense when gas is $5 a gallon. I think. That's true. Mm. Yeah, that's true. This is the Glenn Beck Program.